Welcome to None Dare Call It Ordinary, the podcast that digs into the unusual, unorthodox, and downright unsettling beliefs found at the depths of the internet and the heights of paranoia. I'm your host, Dylan, and with me is the harmonious Brent. Oh, and the hallucinated forest. Ooh, yes. We yes, are, he is. Yeah, we are hallucinating forest today. He's here in spirit, but not in reality. Yep. He's yep. an orb, I guess. Say hi, forest. <laughs> He's actually... <laughs> That's him. That's a spirit That's voice. Exactly how orbs speak. Yep. He's actually sick as fuck. His words. He is also working on a top secret video project. Yes, so. we are very excited about that, and you will all love it to pieces. And he's got to work on that while being sick. He's got some, I don't know, some government-sponsored virus that's infecting him right now because we're getting <laughs> too close to the truth. The government flu. Yep. The government exactly. flu, as the dead Kennedys taught us many decades ago. <laughs> also, right up top, so we are doing a None Dare Call It News episode, and so we are, aside from giving you the news, we're going to give you our news. I've been meaning, I've been bad at this. I've been meaning to shout out the podcast uh, Tap Snaps. They're based out of Georgia. They do current events, and they also do kind of like an improv hypothetical podcast. It's really funny. They shout us out a few times on the podcast. You know, I'm always talking with them on Twitter. And you can find them at uh, at TapSnapsPC on the Twitters. and Go uh, follow them, shout them out, and see what they're up to. But really, really funny. And I thank them from the bottom of my heart for their birthday wishes for me a few weeks ago. I kept forgetting I finally put it on the outline, so it happened. <laughs> Another person we need to shout out is in connection to our Patreon account, which now totally exists. Yeah. You can go to patreon.com slash none dare call it ordinary. You can donate just a dollar and that would be amazing. But there are also other tiers and the more you donate, the more perks you get. There's going to be premium episodes that are coming out very soon. There's going to be, you know, chances to vote on the next series, for example, et cetera, et cetera. So go on there, check us out. It's also, you could find it at none dare call it ordinary.com slash Patreon, which just links you to, the Patreon itself, mm -hmm. but we got our first patron and yeah. our first patron on Patreon is the histories, mysteries and conspiracies podcast. So we thank them very much. We thank uh, Sky from the bottom of our hearts mm -hmm. and go follow them and check them out. Their podcast is really good as well. Yep. They just did a recent one on Sam Shepard. And with all that stuff out of the way, as always, if you could please rate, review and subscribe on iTunes or wherever your podcasts are served. Yeah, and what are we talking about today, Dylan? Well, today, as I said at the top, we have a None Dare Call It News episode. This is and five, today, right? our piece yeah, of news, five. it's fifth. That's our fifth installment fifth of None Dare Call It News. And today we are talking about Brian Colfage, who started a GoFundMe last December to raise funds to build a border wall between the U.S. and Mexico and created We Build the Wall as a nonprofit to use that money to get the wall built. And it made a big bit of a stir because it happened while the possibility of a government shutdown was going on and all this kind of stuff. And there was a bit of a kerfluffle in D.C. And Colfage said, enough of these, you know, red tape bureaucrats. We're going to build the wall ourselves. Right. We, yep. the people, are going to do it. And so that is who we're talking about today. So let's start with some... Basic background. Who is Brian Colfage? Colfage is a triple amputee veteran who received the Purple Heart while on tour in Iraq. According to his website, he is, quote, 
the most severely wounded airman to survive his injuries in history. Wow. Not not exactly I, sure how yeah, that's being quantified, true, but I can but, believe yeah. it. <laughs> okay. Oh, no, okay. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I guess so. Yeah, I, uh, I don't know. It would be nice to see the data. Yeah, I'm on not that. sure. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not sure how he's quantifying it. I I don't know. But, you know, we'll I'll yep. give it to him. Yeah, I'll give too. it to him for I'll the time being. Him. I'm not going to even touch that. <laughs> So what happened? He suffered his injuries on September 11th, 2004, when a 107 millimeter shell exploded three feet away from him while on his second tour in Iraq. God damn. So he's not only a veteran who was wounded. He was wounded on 9-11. Jesus Christ. Yeah. It's like, wow. Yeah. The three year anniversary. Yeah. It's pretty, pretty rough, pretty rough. And it's a, yeah, it's a pretty reading some of the accounts of how that happened. It's pretty horrific. I'm not going to again. Yeah. No kidding. Not even that sucks. And there's nothing else to really say about that. So let's skip a few years. And he started the GoFundMe campaign called We the People Will Fund the Wall on December 18th, 2018, because he, quote, takes the security of the American people very seriously, which is how I find myself building wall on the southern border. All typos read as they are (laughs) presented. He's physically building it. And right below this description on the GoFundMe page, he embedded a nice YouTube video entitled Invasion in El Paso. So, you know, this is all about security. Yep. It's about truth. Yeah, it is about truth. It truly is an invasion. It's (laughs) they're trying to come here and I don't know, change the government. Is that what I mean? That's what an invasion does. Yeah. I guess that's supposed to be the storyline. But, you know, I don't don't, know. Don't vote for illegal immigrants. Just don't vote for them, please. Yeah. the, when the illegal immigrant party forms, we would recommend placing your votes elsewhere. You know, we understand people don't like the two party system. Maybe go Green Party, Libertarian Party. There's, I think, the Constitutional Law Party. Who knows? But maybe we shouldn't replace the United States with an illegal immigrant government because that's clearly the agenda. Right. Like that is what the invasion is all about. That's a totally What's happening sensical description of the events. And that's what Colfage is worried about. Well, maybe not. His reasoning (laughs) for supporting the border wall, it's really what you'd expect. Quote, too many Americans have been murdered by illegal aliens and too many illegals are taking advantage of the United States taxpayers with no means of ever contributing to our society. So right there, really strong. There are no means of ever contributing to our society. That's pretty intense. Yeah. I'm going to guess they have some means. It's just, I, you know, but also I'm going to, you know, in fairness to this, I think he's right about something. I imagine at least one person has been murdered by an undocumented immigrant. I think so. And yeah. one is too many people murdered. So, cause the number should be zero, right? Yes, exactly. So, yep. I mean, he's right that too many Americans have been murdered by undocumented immigrants. Yeah, he's right it. about that. Yeah, he is. Ex- gonna, you yep. know. He's right. So when this GoFundMe started, it went viral. And he raised, in only a few days, raised $13 million from 215,000 donors. Wow. So yeah, got a lot of traction right away. And as of the time of this recording, the GoFundMe campaign has raised over $22 million from over 260,000 contributors. It might have been more, there was some articles saying that there was some money refunded, mm. Because the original goal for the GoFundMe was $1 billion, which is is a lot. And yeah, very modest. And my understanding of how GoFundMe works is if a campaign doesn't make its goal, then people who donated have the option of having their money refunded. Mm -hmm. 
And okay. people reported on this and then Colfage said it was fake news because I think it was reported that all of the money was being refunded, uh, which isn't the case. Right. So some of the money was refunded because people opted out. They said, OK, it didn't make its goal, so we're going to get our money back. Yeah. But it's not true that all the money was refunded. So I think that's where the fake news part comes mm-hmm. in. As we're going to learn, Colfage loves calling things fake news. Oh, yeah. And as we're also going to learn, bit of a uh, pot calling the kettle black, shall we say. <laughs> So even in the early days of this crowdfunding campaign, Colfage had to deal with haters and losers, but he didn't <laughs> let them slow him down. Quote, Good. there's always a way to do something. People who say you can't would never survive living in my life. I keep hearing you can't or it's not even legal. <laughs> but those are people who will never step up to try to make a difference. Anything is possible. And oh. I got to say, we need more motivational speeches whose focus is on telling us to not let the law get in the way of our dreams. I really like that. I love it. Exactly. People keep telling him what he's doing is illegal. And he's like, no, I'm going to do it anyway. Yeah. Don't let the tyranny of laws get in the way of fulfilling your illegal dreams. People. It's a good lesson exactly. to take home. Exactly. <laughs> so how exactly does a private citizen, Colfage is not in the government. How does he just raise money for the federal government? How does that even work? Yeah, I was wondering about that myself. Yeah. So people had questions about this, but Colfage points out that there was a time when a U.S. citizen covered the cost of the Washington Monument restoration. Hmm. Of course, a small difference. You know, there is a little bit of a difference here between Colfage's wall project and the Washington Monument restoration. It's that the restoration was fully financed and then also completed. So there is that small detail. (laughs) Hey, hey, Um, hey, hey, hey. (laughs) I know. I know. A little bit. You know, we don't know yet. We don't know. It's still happening. That is true. You know, Rome wasn't built in a day and neither is a potentially (laughs) illegal border wall built in a day. So let's give him some time. Exactly. Exactly. Be fair. Also, Colpage's fundraising for the wall doesn't even cover 1% actually of the border wall price tag, which has been slated. So yeah, he should just be forced to change his campaign to we the people build 1% of the wall. So maybe that would be more honest, but that's. Because it was around, there was all the numbers being thrown around. And I think one of them was, it was like 5 billion was maybe Trump's number. And then it yeah, went up that to was 25 billion, I think. Yeah. <laughs> I think there was, there was all sorts of numbers thrown out, but in the billions. Right. I, I feel. Right. It was in the billions for sure. Multiple billions. Yeah. Yeah. So you may be wondering, does Colfage know anyone inside the government that can maybe make this wall thing happen for him? So Colfage has told NBC News his plan is to rely on connections inside of the White House to guarantee that the wall is funded, saying, quote, we have a lot of people watching this, which should, quote, serve as a motivating factor not to screw this up because the deep state is always watching. So I. Yeah, he, he didn't knows. Yeah, I said that. Yeah. <laughs> so he knows he does catch because he will call yeah, us I fake news in a half a second. We have <laughs> to be very careful about what we say about Mr. Colfage. Really quick. Exactly. Yeah, he continues with the quote, we have someone who is tied in with the White House that's in the inner circle. We can work on a way where we can guarantee with a contract where the funding can only go to the wall. I got it. He says it. I believe it. Yeah, absolutely. Because in government, whenever funds are appropriated for a specific project, they always go to that project. Mm. They never shift the budget. Always do. Yeah. A hundred percent. That's, that's right. just, it's just envelopes. That's the government. They have a bunch of envelopes. No one else <laughs> gets to look in anyone else's envelope. It's guaranteed to go where it needs to go. 
All right, so the GoFundMe campaign ended a month later. How is Colfage taking this from campaign to reality, or at least reality in quotes? Nice. While coming short of his original $1 billion goal, Colfage plowed ahead and put the money into a nonprofit, We Build the Wall, which is pretty great. Gets us all involved. We're all doing it. (laughs) The plan was to find private landowners along the U.S.-Mexico border and use their land to build the border wall. Makes sense to me. Mm Mm-hmm. Chris Kobach, former Kansas Secretary of State and member of the Board of Directors of We Build the Wall, claimed in February that We Build the Wall would probably break ground in April. Colfage himself was more ambitious, though, and said in a March radio interview that April would be the month the wall began to be constructed. None of this probably business. It's going to be. You know, we should all just come to grips with the fact that the wall has actually been built, but in a parallel America. So that's just something we have to figure out how to get there, build some sort of Avengers type of machine. You know, you know where the wall's built. 5D Prime Earth. Oh, so we need to talk to Wiley Brooks. Yes, we do. That's where the wall's built. Because when I think of a newer version of the planet that kind of transcends the bunch of malarkey, you know, down here, I think of a bunch of walls. That's what it's all about. That's what I always think of. Yep. Yeah, exactly. And We Build the Wall was even planning on inviting contributors to a groundbreaking ceremony, presumably again sometime in April. So again, we have 260,000 folks who donated. Jesus. So think Coachella meets the Unite the Right rally. Ah. I think that's the kind of spirit you're going to get there. So the headliner is Hitler and the Blowfish. Um, <laughs> that's a very modern reference. Man, yeah, definitely a very contemporary early 90s reference. <laughs> All right, so breaking ground in April. So where is the wall? You may have noticed that it's no longer April. Mm. Uh, April's come and gone. Good point. And there is nary a wall in sight. (laughs) And donors have definitely noticed. This has such a fire festival feel to it. Yeah, it definitely does. I mean, we need to get Ja Rule involved in this. Yes. They need Where to start he? like we're building the wall and then they they need we need like fake pictures. We haven't really had that yet. I know. Where yeah. we have kind of like a fake website and like, oh, this is what the wall is going to look like. And then people go down there for the party and it's just yeah, a, bunch a bunch of, of Instagram pictures. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. They're serving food. We need and influencers. Like trash. Cole, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Cole Fage needs to contact. <laughs> Uh, what's her face Kardashian get her involved yeah. where's Blink 22 play that play that show Blink 22 come on don't cancel but so here are some of the responses to the donors on either Twitter or Facebook quote why no updates on the status of the wall I have a feeling this is a scam <laughs> oh come on another show me video of wall being built and I'll pony up my next donation <laughs> takes just where a is picture. the rest of the money going just a picture <laughs> I am very disappointed in you, Brian Colfage. Where are the progress photographs? <laughs> they don't want pictures. They want photos. Uh, so it looks like I'm going to give them at this point the benefit of the doubt. Yeah. They've come up with some, you know, some roadblocks. This is a very difficult project. You know, it's his first time getting involved in such a big undertaking. So what's going on? One issue might be the dearth of private land on the border. Mm. Uh, Colfage and the board of directors, they visited Arizona, presumably to scout for potential wall building areas, but the vast majority of borderland in Arizona is federally owned. And so they wouldn't be able to use that land. What? You know, wait a minute here. Wasn't Mexico supposed to pay for the wall anyways? Why is this even happening? Well, see, see, here's my theory, though. Mm -hmm. I think all the donors are actually from Mexico. Oh, and so. Because Mexico said they're never going to pay for it, but then Trump did some magic 
to bully them into paying for it. And so he's like, look, just donate to this GoFundMe. It could be totally anonymous. You could totally save face and yet pay for the wall anyway. Yeah, so that's, that's my yeah, theory about what's happening. That makes sense to me, actually. I mean, all the donors of Colvich's GoFundMe are, me- are, are Mexican, basically, are from Mexico. Yeah, and that's my I theory. Mexico, yeah, Mexican government should just you know start kind of a trolley campaign called Build Tall, Build Tall Ladders. So we'll see what's happening. Be... Yeah, is um, I think that's what all the all the sanctuary city mayors are getting together oh, to start yes. that GoFundMe because they fundamentally hate America. That's right. The Phoenix New Times contacted many people who do own private land on the border in Arizona, and they confirmed that they had not been contacted by Colfage or anyone at We Build the Wall. You know, they're probably too busy being murdered by the horde of illegal immigrants crossing the border, though. Let's be Yeah, honest. I mean, they're at the I mean, front line. When you're lines. getting murdered, you don't have time for an interview. I mean, Yeah, exactly. They're, I mean, they were just about to confirm it, but then they were immediately murdered by an undocumented immigrant because that exactly. happens yep. all That's the time. That's the life of the border, people. Yep. According to the Daily Beast, quote, Colfage has already been in touch with landowners in Texas, about buying or leasing their land for wall construction, Stockton said. Dustin Stockton is a conservative activist and we fund the wall spokesman. It's also retained two law firms to deal with regulatory issues that are sure to dog the project, Barnes and Thornburg and Foley and Lardner. Clenda Mitchell, an attorney with the latter, who Stockton said is working with the new nonprofit, is a prominent conservative lawyer representing a host of political and nonprofit groups aligned with President Trump's agenda. Mm. So interesting. So these are some of the... Okay. Some of the people in the background that we got to, you know, getting lawyers. They're looking at land in Texas. Machines are moving. (laughs) The cogs are spinning. (laughs) But there might be another explanation. It's not just that they're having difficulty getting started. Okay. Perhaps all of the kind of the the delay can be explained by the need for secrecy in these anti-Trump and pro-illegal alien times. Oh, yes. That's something we haven't discussed yet. True. Colfidge noted in March the importance of secrecy to thwart Trump's foes. Quote, I wish I could name where it's at, but we can't name it because of the ACLU, these other liberal groups that want to sue us and impede our progress, but it's actually happening. I bet QAnon knows. I bet they know. QAnon probably does know. Um, I mean, Colfage maybe is QAnon. I'm just going to put that out there. (laughs) That could very well be true. Um, But I mean, really, you know, if if Colfage is in with QAnon, he should really trust the plan. You know, this is all you're watching a movie. Yep. He really shouldn't be getting involved in these high level stakes <laughs> if he's truly following that discussion. The We Build the Wall Facebook page has made similar pleas about the need for secrecy in order to calm angry donors. Quote, very soon we can release the details, but have to keep that information secure for the time being as to prevent giving our detractors a heads up to derail our progress. Soon, everyone will have the update they've been waiting for, which we can't wait to share. This updated delay is just the unfortunate process of building a controversial barrier some people don't want to happen. (laughs) But, sadly, there might be another explanation about where all this money is going and why maybe this whole process isn't going so well. Uh, And no, the fact that Colfage needed a section called, quote, how do you know this is not a scam on the (laughs) GoFundMe page was not at all a hint (laughs) that there would be any problems whatsoever. So he may have needed that section because a previous GoFundMe was not so successful. Just maybe. Oh, this isn't his first go around. (laughs) So Colfage has a history of GoFundMe ventures. According to BuzzFeed, he promised to help, quote, get vets back on track 
and mentor fellow vets at military hospitals. However, quote, spokespersons for the medical centers said they have no record of Colfage working at their facilities or donating any money. But, you know, small details. They're such nitpickers, these people. Yeah, he had to do it um, secretly because of the anti-Trump doctoral elite that true. runs those hospitals. Yep, exactly. Colfage, in a now-deleted Facebook post, said he was working in conjunction with Walter Reed, Brook Army Medical Center, and Landstuhl Regional Medical Center in Germany. So this is the same military hospital that treated Colfage after his horrific accident at Balad Air Base in Iraq in 2004. However, according to all three medical centers, they have no record of any of these peer mentoring programs by Colfage. But you know what? Records. Come on. Yeah, again, I just don't see this as any evidence that they never happened. We know Colfage is a man of secrecy. He's a man of mystery. He's not going to just go in and have some official mentoring program. (laughs) He knows these veterans. Yeah. You know, they're reconnaissance people. They need to be secretive. Yeah. And so he's training them in special ops by secretly mentoring them. That's how you do it. Yes. Do it in secret. So Chief of Public Affairs for Landstuhl, Gia E. Oni told BuzzFeed News, quote, We do not have a record of Mr. Colfage visiting Landstuhl Regional Medical Center in any official capacity after 2012. We have no record of a donation made in his name to Landstuhl Regional Medical Center. Mm, you know, I'm, again, it's just, you know, records. Who cares? Like, he's obviously not going to. You guys. This tyranny of records, the tyranny of in the open and talking to people. This is not the way he works. And really, well, you know, why they have their records. But we also have the record of Colfage saying he was going to do these things. Yes. And so, you know, yeah, it's a compare records. It's a he said hospital said situation. And so I believe him. <laughs> I, you know, I just I have to admit it. I believe him on this. But, you know, it, we let's add to the record. So we have this record of his peer mentoring veterans at hospitals record. Mm-hmm. Let's add to his other, let's say, activities. Because before his current plan to crowdfund various infrastructure improvements, Colfage ran a number of Facebook pages that trafficked in conservative and conspiratorial stories, including right wing news, veteran AF and Freedom Daily. The conspiracies peddled included claims that Hillary Clinton was deathly ill and fake voter fraud stories a few days Mm. before the election. Here are two of the more cute headlines from some of these pages. And no, I'm not going to enjoy reading these. (laughs) Quote, Obnoxious black people lose their minds when Victoria's Secret models say this one word on live video. Oh, dear God. Wow. And here's the second one. Quote, Trump just released embarrassing vids of Obama's Muslim friends that he never wanted seen. So <laughs> Jesus. this is the, the kind of investigative journalism that you're finding yeah. on Colfage's Facebook websites. Wow. But Colfage's biggest mistake with all this involved Joel Vanglehue. Vanglehue sued Freedom Daily, along with other right wing pages, for falsely claiming that he was the driver that plowed into protesters during the 2017 Unite the Right rally in wow. Charlottesville. Jesus. A month later, in March 2018, Freedom Daily and Veteran Which AF. I wanna, sorry to clarify, interrupt. Sorry to interrupt, but um, I just want to clarify: it does stand for Veteran Affairs, not Veteran as fuck. Just so you, <laughs> I don't want people to think we're. Yeah. Okay. That's all. Thanks. It's fine. I, I'm I a veteran swear to as God, fuck. I thought it was. I thought it was Veteran as fuck. 
Maybe maybe it is. I don't know. <laughs> maybe he's just playing with that ambiguity. Who knows? Yeah, who knows? I don't have the documents. But either way, all these pages, whatever they're called, Freedom Daily and Veteran <laughs> AF, whether affairs or ass fuck, in March 2018, were closed down a month after they were sued by Van Hill. And then Right Wing News itself was closed in October 2018 in a Facebook crackdown on conspiracy mongering pages. Days later, Colfidge created the page Fight for Free Speech, four is the number four, which accepts donations and generates ad revenue for the site that took away his free speech for some reason, I, which I thought was really It's bizarre. only fighting for free speech for four people specifically, that's it. Yeah, but I just okay. like, Facebook is taking away my rights, I better do something to make them more money. <laughs> Colfidge's story was picked up by Breitbart, World Net Daily, and even Fox News itself. So, you know, something to keep in mind, Colfidge can't fight every conservative battle. So, you know, just don't expect him to. Uh, this is what he said in NBC News. Quote, if there's another big thing that comes up, somebody else is going to have to take it. I have two kids and a wife. I wasn't planning on this thing to be so to be massive. Maybe just in the conservative circle. You know, let's remember he didn't need to fight all these battles. Yeah, he was a medium fish in a small pond. Yes. Yeah. And then the mainstream media and the conservative elite <laughs> filled in that pond with a bunch of water and made it a big pond. That's what they did. That's what happened. Yeah, that's exactly right. Do you enjoy listening to None Dare Call It Ordinary? Well, did you know you can now be paid to listen to our podcast? Yes, you heard right. Introducing Podcoin. It's the podcast player that pays. Just download the Podcoin app on iPhone and Android. It's free and super easy to use. You can use Podcoin to earn gift cards from Amazon and Starbucks. Or if you like, you can donate your earnings to charity. We at None Dare Call It Ordinary use Podcoin to do our podcast listening and it's great. So please, just go to the Podcoin app and use invite code NUNDARE. That's one word, NUNDARE, N-O-N-E-D-A-R-E. You'll get 300 Podcoins just for signing up. Go give the Podcoin app a try and start earning today. So what was it like to work for Brian Colfidge? In case you're you know, thinking, hey, maybe I'll get a job after listening to all this. Um, well, so maybe if you get into a time machine and go back in time. True. That's a good point. Yeah. Because, yeah, you can't work for him anymore. So these Facebook pages were big business. According to Colfidge in one text, he ran a, quote, multi-million business. And no, Brent didn't misspeak. He said multi-million business. Yep. So dollars, cents, <laughs> you know, peppercorns, shoes, we don't know. He ran multi-million businesses, actually. I think it was a miss a typo there for the business. He actually has oh, millions of businesses. I didn't even think of that. There. Just yeah. so a bunch <laughs> a of businesses. Lot. That's great. So, yeah, so this BuzzFeed article, they basically get a lot of, um, they talk to a lot of people that they work for and they get a bunch of texts. Um, and, yeah, because this was, I believe this was the BuzzFeed article, yeah. which we'll yeah, uh, this tweet is out the BuzzFeed article. When, we, when we get a chance. And I think they got a bunch of internal documents from his former employees and they talked to a bunch of them as well. So according to Lindsay Lowry, who goes by the pseudonym Prissy Holly and worked for Freedom Daily in 2017, Quote, after I started challenging some of his business decisions that I felt were reckless for the company and for my career, the real Brian emerged. Everything is only about his, quote, war hero persona and money. If there's a perceived slight on his part, he viciously attacks people 
and in my case, tries to destroy their life and livelihood. Ooh. So right off the bat, we can say he's a great boss to work for. I'd yeah, say. I mean, he destroys your boss life of the year. and livelihood. I would think Wow. if you take care of the life, you don't have to worry about yep. the livelihood. Kind of you know, goes without being yeah, said. Yeah, it's, it's not like Brent, for example. Let's say I'm going to destroy Brent's life and livelihood. So I'm going to kill Brent and then <laughs> and, then. and <laughs> only then... I'm going to try to get him fired. That's right. how I do things. <laughs> Nothing I love more than yeah. getting a dead man fired. <laughs> so according to BuzzFeed News, they received multiple personal text messages and internal emails from former employees of Colfage. These messages apparently show how he, quote, pushed to sensationalize and fabricate right-wing content on Facebook to amass clicks, manipulate users, and in the process make hundreds of thousands of dollars a month in advertising revenue. But unfortunately, Robert Mueller's office released a statement saying BuzzFeed had this reporting wrong as well. So just kidding. That's not, that's a little bit of a Mueller joke. And (laughs) yeah, that would have been a weird one. Like BuzzFeed did two things wrong. Michael Cohen (laughs) was not told the lie and (laughs) Colfage. This reporting is wrong too. Would have been kind of off the wall. Yeah. Yeah. He breaks his radio silence to come out and talk about this. No. He should do that All once right. a year so now. That should the be buzz- his brand. He doesn't say anything, <laughs> and then he just comes out and says... Just really doesn't like BuzzFeed. Yeah. So several former employees said that Colfage told them to create content for Facebook to, quote, more flagrantly convey a false narrative. In one instance, photoshopping former President Obama's head onto another body to make it appear as though he was having an affair with the caption, Breaking! Obama busted video leaked. Whoa, oh, oh, so, wow. Yeah. I wonder what his mis- Muslim friends are going to go. Oh, oh, not good. Oh, boy. Not going to look good next time you go to the local mosque. <laughs> so according to past like, we employees. Have de- we have yeah, deep fake technology now. I mean, yeah, he's really just limiting himself to a picture. I mean, you could do video now. Yeah, that's he's just like, yeah, he's like behind the times of technology. He's like, come on, man. I don't know. <laughs> using AOL or something. Yeah, no. Maybe if he mentored some of those younger veterans, they would have been able to tell him about all this. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's all that, coming back to haunt him. According to past employees, Colfage loved faking images, sending texts that said, quote, You'll love this one, winky face. Ooh. So, not the emoji winky face. The no, not the emoji. He went. Semicolon half. <sighs> yeah, wow. Yep. Wow. Perfect. According to a message to Lowry, Colfage sent an image altered to make it look as though the Hillary Clinton was being arrested by the FBI with the headline reading, Breaking, Trump's DOJ just did it. It's finally happening. But her email's prophecy is now finally fulfilled, I guess. So I, there we go. Um, I have to give it to him. I love how his headlines basically say nothing. <laughs> just, yeah. Trump's DOJ just did it. <laughs> well, they, I imagine they did a lot of things that day. So before she quit in 2018, Colfage scolded Lowry via text exchange for not getting creative enough with her images in a story she wrote stating that the FBI director James Comey, quote, just committed treason. So not harsh, <laughs> Not creative. Not, yeah. Get, get not creative, creative enough. <laughs> you should have said he committed super secret ultra treason. That's how <laughs> creative we need to get here at Right Wing News. Comey has affair with documents. It's loving the documents. <laughs> okay. so- <laughs> yeah, listen to our, our Russia investigation episodes yeah. if you want to hear all about how much Comey and really oh, all obsessed. government bureaucrats just love documents. Yeah. Ugh. 
So the, in the text exchange between Lowry and Colfage, um, Lowry asks, so get creative, like using fake photoshopped images, she asks. And he says, yep, it's just a graphic. Best story of the day. She says, she replies, it's fake. I don't see how this is making us a legit website. So Colfage texts back, that's not for you to worry about. And it's only on Facebook, not the website. Adds mystery to the entire story. <laughs> he was part of FBI at same time. Used the exact image of Comey or the CIA director in some shady looking pic. So, wow. <laughs> Again, yeah, it's probably just Comey surrounded by documents. That's all I can think of. Yeah, just, just like nude in a bathtub filled <laughs> with memos. <laughs> So I do have to say, like, on a I serious just, I, note, the one thing I want to say about this is, you know, she's worried about being a legit website. And he's like, it's only Facebook. It's not. <laughs> and I what's so funny about that is how much news people get on Facebook. Yes. Yeah. And how a lot of this stuff is people not treating this seriously. Right. Just like, hey, I'm getting money. You know, these are goofy images. They push a certain agenda and not realizing how you're just Damaging. destroying the fabric yeah. of of civil discourse. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that small thing. All right. So on a serious note, this does remind me of the David Pakman interview he did on his show the other day. I don't know if you heard it with Nancy Rosen Rosenblum. I haven't the author. I haven't watched it yet. Yeah, it's it's pretty good. It's the author of the new book, A Lot of People Are Saying the New Conspiracism and the Assault on Democracy. So I do want to check out that book. She was saying how conspiracy theories used to have lots of research behind them, but nowadays it's it's conspiracy without the theory part of it. So she calls it conspiracism. Mm. And it kind of just sounds to me that Colfage is engaging a little bit in this conspiracism. It doesn't matter if it's true to those spewing the conspiracism, just as long as it feels true to some people, I guess. Wait a minute, wait a minute. You don't think there is a theoretical underpinning to photoshopping Obama's head on the picture of somebody <laughs> engaged in some sexual act. I just had to make that clear just in case people didn't, okay. didn't know where I stood on this. Yeah, that's fair. I, I'm glad you cleared that up. Okay. So another former employee said, quote, Brian is a genius. He knows how to manipulate people and the system. The stories were doing more harm than good. Hillary's face would be on someone else's body with handcuffs, and this story had nothing to do with that. <sighs> so somewhere, Russian bot is crying, saying, "Hey, I was supposed to do that one." Yeah, he's taking but, um, he's ta he's taking the jobs, jobs from, from immigrants instead of the other way around. <laughs> so these true. Russian hackers were supposed to get these, you know, meme jobs, and <laughs> Brian's just taking it from them. That's really instead of trying to build the wall, that should be the project. Oh, these illegal, these undocumented immigrants are going to take our jobs. No, we're going to take their jobs. We're going to go to where they work <laughs> and work for cheaper than they do. That's what I want to see. I want to exactly. see some American go-getterism. Yeah. Yeah. Instead of building it. a wall. And then exactly. let's go and then we'll slowly start going into Mexico and taking their jobs. Let's do that. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. And they'll have to build a wall that's, for us. That, that's the war yeah. I want to see fought. I want to see it too. Get some it's about it. Yep. Be an American. Come Only on. Americans yeah. will be allowed to work. That should <laughs> 2020. That's my 2020. <laughs> Message to you. <laughs> uh, so according to another employee who opted to stay anonymous, she enjoyed her job at first saying, you know, she was paid about $2 for every thousand clicks on Facebook. Mm. So she liked it. She said things started to change, though, with the company saying, quote, he started creating more Facebook pages. I think he had around 10 when I was there. And I remember I would see shares and be like, where did this page come from? He was very smart in how we would do it. He never wanted the truth. It was all just for clicks. 
and for <laughs> for more inflammatory, the better. I felt dirty writing this stuff. Sometimes you got to get your hands dirty to get that sweet, sweet, sweet $2 click cash. But yeah, yeah, you do. And with all that click cash, you can buy soap. You don't have to be dirty about it. I don't get it with the sure. correlation. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I agree. I mean, unless you're, you know, Pete Hegseth and then stay away. But oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, that's why he Ooh. has to be legit. He has to be on Fox News. He can't just be <laughs> doing this click stuff. Yeah. Germs are fake news. We know that. So in November of 2016, in a text message exchange acquired by BuzzFeed, Colfage claims to have been associated with President Trump's plan to, quote, grow a massive Facebook group called America First, all in caps. The first is he all also in caps, bragged about, Yeah, yeah, you're right. Not America. That is lowercase. Yeah. He also bragged about creating a Nevada business license for, quote, President Donald Trump official LLC, specifically a troll to specifically to troll a competitor and, quote, show that he could do it because, <laughs> you know, trolling, trolling and winning is all there is to the American dream now. So and, I think that and those, sounds great. And those two, uh, those two activities are identical now. So, yes, that's a good point. You win yeah. via trolling. You win if you troll. According to state records, Freedom Daily licensed President Donald Trump official LLC in Nevada in November 2017. Also, just one thing, as maybe non-Nevadans wouldn't know, it's not very impressive to get an LLC registered in Nevada. We, yeah. you know, we don't care. We don't have any laws there. Um, so you can basically do whatever you want. So frankly, this isn't sure. very impressive. I would like to see that LLC yeah. registered in in the uh, Democratic Republic of California, frankly. Now that, right. that that's a challenge. Yeah, good luck. So according to those that worked for Colfage, he did everything in his power to make sure he was untraceable over his many different Facebook pages. Lowry said that he posted under a pseudonym such as Ronnie Martin to distance himself, quote, from all the shady stuff. <laughs> Yeah, I I did a quick Google search for Ronnie Martin. I'm like, let's see who this. Let's see if I can pull up something. So the main hit was a pastor and founder of Substance Church. Mm. So Ronnie Martin is also the author of the books Finding God in the Dark with Ted Cluck. I'm assuming the co-author there, and Stop Your Complaining, as well as my favorite Bridezilla of Christ. <laughs> so that's <laughs> totally off the off the page. Wow. There. Makes no sense. I but can see anyway. why he chose this pseudonym. That's that's a great title. Yeah, yeah. That guy's getting like just all kinds of messages now. Like, stop. <laughs> oh. So <laughs> Colfage sent out a warning via email to employees that read, quote, never tell anyone who operates Freedom Daily. It's a tightly guarded secret. And our LLC has a privacy veil set up to protect it. It allows us to operate without consequence where we can't be sued or attacked by trolls. So troll versus troll. I like Love this it. explicitly. We want to operate without consequence. Right. <laughs> so <laughs> just lay like, out there. That's just the name of the game. <laughs> Those good old American values of operating without consequence. So Lowry and several other employees said Colfitch allegedly threatened her and her husband after she quit Freedom Daily. Larry started a new website and Colfage apparently accused her of stealing one of his writers. Mm. So someone defected. Oh, man. Yeah, not good. According to BuzzFeed, Colfage sent text messages to Lowry, which read, quote, go fuck yourself <laughs> and quote, your website <laughs> and quote, your website is going down today. Ooh. And unlike the other text messages from Colfage, this one didn't end with a winky face. Oh, so, that would have been way creepy. That's what he should yeah, have done. That would have been really creepy. In July of that year, Lowry's husband called her freaking out, saying that FBI agents were at their door 
saying they received an anonymous tip that she was planning on, quote, going on a killing rampage and talked about killing people. So not good. Uh, so what? Wow. I like so. Yeah, they said you're going on a killing rampage. And I said, what, dear? And they were like, no, people. Like they had to they had to add like, that. Does she have her hunting license? Part. Does she have her hunting license? Yeah. <laughs> That's difficult to get. I've seen people get those yeah. in a mire, and it takes quite a while. And I know because I've nice. sat behind them in line. I'm just trying to get quarters, and they got to spend <laughs> years getting their damn hunting licenses. Uh, yeah. A month later, an anonymous tip into her husband's workplace at Northrop Grunman, a major aerospace and defense contractor, also sparked an investigation. According to BuzzFeed, quote, the family had just returned from vacation when her husband, Tyler Lowry, was approached about a report that they had been in contact with, quote, foreign nationals. Yeah. Quote, they came to my home and said that there was a report on the open line and how Lindsay was working for Macedonians. He said, (laughs) Macedonians? I know. I was like, what? (laughs) I I explained the situation with Brian and showed them the same text messages. (laughs) You know, but that is exactly, let's be honest, that's exactly what a Macedonian would do, right? I mean, so, you know, let's just, I'm just kidding. Sorry, Macedonian <laughs> that, listeners. That needs I'm to be the totally next, because around. it's always, we had the Russians for decades to be the bad guys in, yeah. you know, spy thriller type movies, movies or books or whatever. Yeah. And then we, then it became, you know, people in the Middle East. And then yep. it could also be like swarthy Europeans, maybe the Chinese or the North Koreans. I think the Macedonians mm-hmm. need to be raised I up. So I think they need to be the next, the next <laughs> villain in all the movies. Yeah. yeah. The next Bond movie or something. After being cleared by the FBI, Larry hopes that they have seen the last of Colfage and his fucking text messages. Jesus Christ already. But, you know, it's <laughs> <laughs> fucking it just never ends. Stops into winky faces. On Twitter, you can mute words and I would just mute mm. the winky emoji. And I think, <laughs> yeah. I think we would be good. She told BuzzFeed News, quote, I had seen him go after people firsthand, but it was terrifying being on the other end of it. Lindsay Lowry said, I am honestly terrified of what he might do to harass or retaliate. He thinks he's untouchable. So spooky. Okay, so some shadiness in the past. So he's got the We Build the Wall campaign. There's been delays about when it's been building. People are asking questions. Looks like he's done some shady GoFundMe stuff in the past. Looks like he's had some shady Facebook issues in the past. But what about now? What's going on now? Well, there was one story that came out about a week ago that we just have to talk about. And I'm I want to say up front, we're going to bring up Colfidge has a comment on this story and Snopes has actually talked about it, too. So we're going to bring them up, but it's just too it's too much not to mention. And it's that one source has claimed that he is close to Colfidge and told the Stern report that Colfidge is using is that the, the is that the Howard Stern show? No, Sorry, I didn't interrupt you. No, 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 okay, no. Okay, no. so it's not Howard Stern's new pundit show. No, okay. no, that I would be it. Sure. That would be a weird this, right turn for him. But no, it's be, uh, I believe that would be very strange. I believe yeah. it's Grant Stern is the uh, the name of the okay. the runner of the Stern Report. Okay, and according to a source that communicated with him, Colfidge is using the money to fund a lavish lifestyle, including the purchase of a million dollar yacht. Ooh. Featured on Colfidge's Instagram account. Build a wall oh, full so of yachts. Bit, mm. Maybe he's maybe he's gonna build it on, <laughs> on the border. You just just <laughs> get twenty two of, of them. Yes. You just stack them up. <laughs> You're good to go. 
So this report came out. It was an anonymous report. And Colfidge, it was on Medium, I believe. It was on the, mm. the website Medium. Mm. So Colfidge himself commented on the allegations. Quote, piss poor reporting. The boat was ordered in 2017. Manufacturing began in 2018. And boat delivered in August of 2018. It's all document on my Instagram with timestamps, dates, and images. Hope you like being sued because I'm going to buy a bigger boat after my attorney owns you. <laughs> also, you know, I prefer my reporting to be piss rich. Mm. Um, lots of stories of R. Kelly and Trump in hotel rooms, Russian yeah, hotel rooms. Okay, lots of... that was disgusting. <laughs> yeah, that would be good. I mean, I own a lot of urine stock, and so that would be good for my business, too. <laughs> Strange. And then Colfidge ended... Go ahead and look at my Instagram. Scroll down to 2018. You scumbag. Woo. Winky face. Just kidding. <laughs> no, 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 yeah. no winky face <laughs> no. on this comment. <laughs> so while I am not the scumbag being addressed, I decided to take Colfidge's advice and scroll down through his Instagram feed. And guess what? He's right. Okay. He's right. The very same yacht that is featured more recently, I believe in March and April, is also all the way back in August of 2018. I didn't go further than that. But he does shows the the yacht. But I, you know, I'll put on a conspiracy hat here, okay, if I can for just a moment. Yeah, because one thing is that all the pictures of it from August, it basically it kind of there's no pictures of it after August okay. until March or April of this year, hmm. um, and all the pictures are of it being delivered, of it being still constructed, and them on it on the dock. So there's no pictures of it like out in open water, hmm. and all the pictures of it now are it in open water. So. Maybe he just didn't feel like going out on the boat when he first got it. Yeah. You know, fall was approaching after all. It's August. But first of all, Colfage lives in Florida. <laughs> and my folks spent a few years in Florida and it basically never gets cold. Yeah, exactly. So it's basically always boating season, especially in August. He's near a warm water gulf. And so you're telling me he got a new boat just and he didn't want to go it. out into the water. Yeah, I don't know about that. Exactly, exactly. I mean, he's obviously loves going out on the water and taking pictures of it. Yeah. He's doing it now. Yep. So it does seem a little strange. It does. So I'm going to suggest, again, conspiracy hat on, maybe he ordered the boat and it was built, but there was some payment issues or something at the time. Yeah, I mean. So that's why there's no such pictures. Yeah, so he could visit it but not use it. You know, boats like to be visited from yeah. time to time, as long as you have your boat visiting rights paperwork and all that. Yeah. Good to go. Yeah, yeah he... So he could have had that. So who knows? I mean, this was. Yeah, who knows? Again, this was around the time in 2018 where his other businesses were kind of on the rocks. You know, mm -hmm. um, in March of 2018 is when Freedom Daily and Veteran as fuck were shut down. <laughs> and then Right Wing News was going to be shut down in a few months. So who knows? Yeah. But knows? but one thing I'm going to say is Snopes has actually looked into this. Mm. And Snopes has found no evidence that he bought the yacht recently. Okay. So who knows? You know, yeah, I'm not yeah. saying that that's what know. happened. Right. This is just an anonymous source, some kind of rando yep. who has his own tiny little blog. But it's really funny. And Colfitch called someone a scumbag, which I really enjoy. <laughs> and so I just felt for those reasons alone. There's also if you go to that Stern report and find it, he also links to another guy who documents some other kind of crowdfunding campaigns of Colfidge like earlier, like in 2014. Oh, yeah. I wasn't so sure about that source, which mm -hmm. is why we, we I, I wrote down some things, but I wasn't so sure about it. But you can check it out for yourself. Mm -hmm. See what you think about it. Exactly. But really what matters now, you know, forget about yachts because there is an update. Ooh, We've yeah. got an update on the wall on Saturday, the 11th, May 11th. Okay. Uh, so that would be a week ago today. Brian Colfidge posted the following update to his Facebook page, Ooh, nice. quote, 
Wall update. There's no update. <laughs> because we are remaining silent for a very good reason. You all will have the best present very soon. Oh. Remember, powerful people want to stop our progress. So do not tip anyone off. We are radio silent. The ACLU would like to file a lawsuit to impede our wall's success if they knew where and when. But when I guaranteed we'd build the wall, I meant it. And we are working with many congressmen and senators to help us mitigate these issues from the left-wing attack groups. We are in the home stretch, and it's on a need-to-know basis. We have been talking with Fox News and primetime shows to break the news for you. You're going to see it very soon, and it's going to be glorious. Glorious. Yeah, radio silence, but not cable news silence. So yeah, they get the exclusive they get the story. Exclusive story. The update that's not an update continues. Quote: Don't believe the lying left-wing media. Steve Bannon, Kurt Schilling, Sheriff David Clark, and others would not be backing me on this if they thought it wasn't happening. Stay the course. And we are almost done. Oh, man. The three amigos, Steve, Kurt, and Sheriff <laughs> David. God, you had me at Steve Bannon, but that's, man. Oh, oh, those Steve three. Bannon. Yeah, maybe Colfidge's wall projects can combine with his, like, nationalist gladiatory school project that he's building somewhere in, in the middle of Europe because he's a fucking nerdy right-wing weirdo. Maybe they can combine <laughs> those and keep it right back here in America. On Tuesday, on the uh, May 14th, Colfidge reiterated the importance of maintaining a balanced media diet. That's Quote, good. let's not forget this last round of fake news from the liberal mainstream. We caught them red handed and made them look stupid. Yeah. Don't believe any bad press about our project. Yes. Any negative and news about you can be made into fake news. You merely have to point it out. Don't even show any documents or proof. And no. uh, it's a great world. Yeah, perfect. His word is the document and the proof, and it's all it's you right. need. Boom. And so the last thing we want to bring up here is that you know I personally believe in Brian Colfidge. I think he could do it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. He's been hit with a rocket. He has suffered a lot. He's been able to achieve a kind of success that perhaps is only possible in the world of Facebook and fake news. Who knows? <laughs> but he did it. He did it. But we want to we would like to gently prod him and push him a little bit. And we want to give him some motive, external motivation. So we have created a clock of his progress. If you go to nundarecallitordinary.com slash wall watch, you can see how many days it's been since the beginning of Colfage's We Build the Wall GoFundMe campaign started. And right now it's a little over 150 days. And we will keep that up until the wall is built. We we're going to we're waiting until it's done. We want to give him the maximum push possible. And we're also going to probably use the hashtag wall watch to flag all our posts on uh, Twitter and Instagram about the progress of the Colfidge wall. And I know we're all very excited. I hope someday, too, in the future, whenever, you know, aliens come here and everything is like decimated and, you know, they they start sifting through. They see that there's one thing still going and it is the clock that they'll find it. They'll see it. And they'll, <laughs> we're all long dead. But that clock's still running. So that would this be, has been running for yeah. 25 million maybe years. They'll finally, maybe the maybe the aliens will finally build the wall to keep out the illegal aliens. So perfect. <laughs> yeah. But they'll have to build a space wall because the illegal <laughs> aliens are actually aliens. I know. 
That's yeah. why we need the Space Force, by the way. That's right. And with that, we are done for yeah. this episode of None Dare Call It News on Brian Colfage and his crowdsourced wall. So, Brent, what did you learn in this episode? What most appealed to you? Oh, to me, I would say it was interesting knowing the, you know, the the documents between or the um, text messages between him and his employees, um, the BuzzFeed article. Um, but yeah, so that was interesting. And I would say also just the fact that um, we have a, a yacht gate um, now we can look into and see <laughs> if this yacht, you know, we could really research that Snopes is getting involved. I really want to see. Um, if this yacht, you know, is legit, like when did, when did he build that? We got to get to the truth of that. That's like the main thing for me. Um, absolutely. And yeah, build up wall of yachts. I mean, maybe he's just starting, starting his wall construction full of yachts. It'll be a little tacky, but at least it'll be luxury and we can make it more, you know, fire festally. We can have a bunch of yachts stacked up. Sounds yeah. good to me. And I mean, um, a yacht wall yeah. does seem within the aesthetics of the current administration. It I mean, does. it seems it actually to, makes sense. Yeah. Like a, yeah, like a gold trim. They just yacht, need to be like gold. Pl- yeah. Sounds they need good. to be gold plated. Yeah, exactly. So what, what about you? What did you um, enjoy from this? I think for me, it was how the story progressed, because when I first heard about it, it was just this veteran with a pretty incredible story of recovery. Right maybe kind of naive, I think is the way he was initially portrayed, mm-hmm. even though he's trying to fund something, which I personally think is a uh, despicable and deeply immoral and, yeah. and just disgusting. Yeah, exactly. Same. Um, but kind of aside from what he's actually funding, he, it seemed like the portrayal of him was American hero naively trying to do something and it gets out of his hand. But then as the stories unfold, it seems he's much more a social media operator than was initially believed. Mm-hmm. And so it'll be very interesting to see how this story kind of boils out at the end. Did you see the clip of him on, I think it was Laura Ingram. He's saying something. He's like, yeah, the wall, it's in the Constitution. And she's like, I'm sorry, the building the wall is in the Constitution. He's like, well, well, you know, he just like kind of stumbles. But it's like, it's in the Constitution to build this wall. Okay, got it. But um, I didn't (laughs) expect Laura Ingram to be questioned. That was that was good. So fair and balanced, I guess. That's a bad (laughs) That's a bad sign when Laura Ingram is the voice of reason. Yeah. It's like, oh God, what's happening? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I remember that happened with uh, Bill O'Reilly for a while. He almost became like the elder statesman of of Fox News. Yeah. I was like, wow. Like, this is respected sage. Yes. (laughs) Damn. It's horrible. Yeah. So I think that's what appealed to me most is kind of seeing how this story developed from naive war hero trying to do something to, oh, he is just as crass and manipulative as as you would expect and really that's it and also i mean the yacht thing is (laughs) and with that again we are done so you can find us on social media at ndcio for twitter and at none dare call it ordinary on instagram we will be posting links to any images or sources that we used in this episode so you'll be able to find it all there you can also find it all on our website, nondarecallitordinary.com. You can also send us an email. We're always collecting criticisms for a None Dare Call It Wrong series. As soon as we get enough of those, we'll release an episode kind of discussing all the errors we've made. And so if you find errors, and l- please let us know about them. And if that you can, if that if that know. series gets so big that it's just, you know, we're just nonstop, None Dare Call It Wrong, we'll have to start a None Dare Call It Right 
thing and that's just kind of be awkward yeah. so but yeah but yeah I love that. yeah because yeah it might be we make so many errors <laughs> that it's really much more efficient to point out when we're right that might be the sad oh, direction God. we go yeah. in but if you if you find any mistakes if you find any errors if we simply you know maybe stretch the truth in a way that you think is unacceptable mm-hmm. let us know on social media on twitter instagram and you could send us an email none dare call it ordinary at gmail.com also, if you go to nundarecallitordinary.com slash contact, we have a contact form there as well you can use. And once again, we've got a Patreon now, patreon.com slash nundarecallitordinary. Even a dollar helps. A dollar helps. You donate a dollar a month. You get a shout out on the show. And as if you so choose to increase your patronage every month, there are additional perks associated with that including new premium episodes, the first one which will be out very soon in the next couple of weeks, and so on. And we would be incredibly grateful for any of your help on that. And with that, we are, are doomed.